Do you ever wonder and think to yourself, how does that person have so many friends? And if you're an adult like us, and you wonder how how do we make friends as an adult now? And and also, how to be a part of community? Like, how does one join a community group or an activity-based type of group and all of that? That is what we, we are going to cover today. And I promise you, this is going to be so meaningful to you, especially if you have struggled or are currently struggling with having friendships in your life and having people in your life to encourage you, to uplift you. And we are going to dive into that today and just listen on. Welcome to the Simple Mission Podcast. Figuring out your God-given mission does not have to be complicated. Rather, it is simple. Hosted by us, David and Leanna, we seek to equip others to know the Bible in order to grow closer to God, while we share about our life living for Christ. Ultimately, we filter complicated topics through the simple lens of the gospel. So, without further ado, let's get into the episode. Hey, what's up? How are y'all doing today? Hello. Sorry about that. It's uh, currently pouring down rain right now. Yeah, um, if you so hear that. <laughs> excuse the, the light. Some people think it's satisfying, though. They like to. What, what's hear it called? The, rain. the ASMR? Where oh. people listen to. Um, I don't know how you describe it. People like to listen to like soft sounds or the rain. Yeah, sound machines. And it's just like, it's like satisfying to the ear, I guess. I feel like this is kind of a little bit of ASMR in the background, except that we're talking. So sorry about that. <laughs> yeah. So if you hear like a lightning or like a loud thunder, don't worry. We're not like in an earthquake or anything. It's just. Yeah, it's just um, a lot of storming right now. We have to record these episodes so we can't wait for another day. Yeah. And so, uh, you know, Lynn and I are, are, are really excited about this episode, like we are all episodes, but, um, and, you know, this episode has been kind of thought out over the past several months, and we really wanted to talk to you guys kind of after we experienced some of what we're going to talk about, like, in our own lives. So, um, you know, one thing that we try to do on this podcast is we try to you know, talk about our experiences in life, you know, we don't want to just talk like we've never done it before, or like we don't have any kind of say or experience about it. So we usually try to talk about topics that are going through our lives right now. Or we went through and then after prayer and for some help from other people or from God, then we can, you know, get the okay from him to share about it on the podcast is you can't always share everything that's going on in your life currently if you haven't really what's the word grown from it if that makes sense yeah so i feel like we both really grew from the experience of making friends and building community it's because we went through that like a few months ago or last year where we really didn't have a lot of friends (laughs) um but now we're gonna talk about it so yeah so um you know kind of well, like I said, um, over the past few months and probably probably year or so, we've been challenged to um, to start a life group uh, at our church, and it's kind of crazy, kind of exciting. And so, for those of you that are life group leaders out there, hey, what's up? You know, we're we're I guess officially life group life group leaders now. 
Or what's a life group for people that don't well, know what that is? Okay, so a life group is basically doing life outside of church or doing life together within the community. You know what I mean? Like going through life with other people that, that you love um, and who, who love to do what you're starting. So, you know, a life group could be anything from, I don't know, bowling on Tuesdays and talking about the Word of God or meeting at the church to study a Bible you know, uh, over Bible chapter. And so, you know, um, our church has been, has been going through life groups for many years now. And so this is the first season of this, this fall that we actually started one. And, you know, um, you know, and also too, right now we currently attend an awesome young adults group, um, at our church. So, uh, shout out to um, Clayton Sullivan and Abigail Sullivan for y'all are the best. Uh, if y'all are that. listening, <laughs> yeah, y'all are the best. And so it's a great place to make you know long-lasting friends and talk about Jesus. But you know today we're gonna share more of intentional, like how to build intentional friendships, um, as well as trying to build um, you know a great community or to join a community you know, who will challenge you and help you grow in your relationship with Christ. Yeah. And that's kind of what we're, what we're going to be talking about. We've never talked about this before, just because of the fact that we've, we've haven't really like, I guess we've been a part of community, but we haven't like started a community, I guess. Um, so that's kind of, kind of what we're going to be doing. Yeah. Um, the other thing that I just thought of, um, with meeting friends is just like, you know, it almost seems like it was so easy for us, like I said in the intro, like, as a, you know, five-year-old or whatever, to make a friend, like, right next to you. It was so easy. And I feel like now, as an adult, it's like, you have to talk, and you have to make sure that you kind of have the same types of, what's the word, like, what's the word I'm looking for? Like the same types of like similarities and like likes and dislikes. Yeah, there you go. And not to say that that's exactly why you have to be friends with someone. It's because they have everything that you like and whatnot. It's not like that. It's it it can be the other way around where you can have differences, but you can still be friends. Um, but it just seems like (laughs) you know, as as a kid growing up I remember thinking oh my gosh all of these you know older people all of the adults over 20 years old they they got it um they made it in life and you know and that's just with friendship but like you know they got a job or they're going to college and all that stuff and I remember thinking oh my gosh I can't wait till I'm 18 or 20 and that means I have finally made it and (laughs) do you ever just feel like you might get the feeling one day that you have finally arrived as an adult. Like, I still haven't felt that yeah. feeling yet. Like you've just stepped off a plane in your destination or your your vacation. You're like, man, we made it. We made it. We we finally made it. Like, no, we're still on the airplane. <laughs> I know, right? No, we're still on the airplane. Sorry. I know. So that, that's the one thing that's kind of funny but kind of kind of sad is that we have this picture and expectation in our heads of like well one day I'm gonna have 10 or 20 amazing friends I'm gonna hang out with all the time I'm gonna have an amazing husband or wife which I do have and I'm thankful for that but we can have this image and you know this like I guess expectation set so high and then you know we're I'm 25 now and David is I don't know if you want to share his age (laughs) 
I'm 25 and I still feel like, not to say that I'm discontent, but I still don't feel like I have officially arrived because I don't have like 10 and 20, you know, or 30 friends. Um, I, I have a good few friends, but you know, life can get so crazy. And if we're not careful, we can let life pass by so quickly without testing or calling them or meeting up for coffee or for lunch or, you know, just hashing up about, you know, what's going on in our life and encouraging one another. So that's why we're here to talk about it. And I kind of just wanted to give that little, I don't know, that little synopsis of like how we all might be feeling or thinking as we, as you are listening to this. Um, but you know, the one thing that I like brought up is that maybe, you know, we can imagine ourselves you know, back on the playground, you know, during recess, if you had recess in your school time. Um, but, you know, as an adult, the playground, quote unquote, is the world <laughs> right now that you're living yeah. in. Um, the big round world. Yeah, basically. Called Earth. Is it called Earth, really? Yes, we're on Earth. <laughs> I didn't know that. Anyway, yeah. so if we, you know, just go back to our roots and, you know, think about it like a playground at recess. And all the people that are there, it's just the same type of people that are in the world, you know? Making friends is not really as hard as we make it just seem like. Um, but, you know, why do we feel like it's so much harder to make friends as an adult? Um, I think that it's because of it has to be your decision to go and make friends completely your your decision now honestly you can have connections you can have networks like oh hey like Don't you know so and so this is my friend from college why don't you you know meet him or meet her or whatever and y'all can y'all can talk about whatever together you know i think ultimately that's that's really helpful and a lot of people lean on that like networking and stuff but a lot of times it's still up to you to like go up to someone and say hi, introduce yourself, and just start talking. You know what I mean, and start listening. Um, you know whether that's a stranger or whether that's someone you've known for a long time. You know, but I feel like it's completely up to you. You know to do that, and it's really hard sometimes. You know, whenever we're kind of stuck in our own minds and in our own bubbles, like oh no, what no one will like me, or I'm not cool enough, or you know I don't wear the the, I don't wear the cool shoes or I don't wear like the cool purse or I don't know. I don't have my hair done right. You know, I mean, I mean, who cares really? You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> well, that's, that's like the high school mentality or middle school. That's, that's like the middle school or high school mentality of, oh, well, if you don't have the right shoes, then I'm not going to be friends with you. And that's yeah. the wrong way to look at it. And that's the type of mindset that you need to leave in high school. Oh, Leanna. Wow. I'm just... I know just being real because... That was good. I, I just feel like back in middle school, I felt like... Well, either middle or high school. But for me, I struggled with it in middle school a lot more. But I saw it happening a lot more in high school, but it didn't happen to me. But in middle school, I felt like I had to have the right type of brand of shirt to wear. Like the stupid Abercrombie or Air Apostle shirt. Mm-hmm. I felt like I had to have one in order to fit in or to be cool. Or people wouldn't want to talk to me or to be my friend. It, it was the stupidest thing in the world. We're all 13-year-olds and we all care about what type of shirt we're wearing. And that type of mindset should not be out in the real world. Then you won't make really true friends. 
if you do make friends that way, but they may not be real friends, you know? Yeah, um, and all they may care about is just the brand you're wearing or whatever. Or it's just like the outside appearance, and we don't really get to share some of the burden or the struggle that we are all going through. So how are you going to change? How are you going to grow if you're stuck in the same like bubble with the same type of people? You know? So I just, I don't know. I just brought that up. So yeah, no, that's good. I feel like maybe a lot of people listening have struggled with that, or maybe you were one that type of person, and that's fine because we can always change. We can always grow out of that mindset um, as long as someone can challenge you and to haul you out from that type of mindset. Whenever I was in high school, kind of a crazy topic or kind of a crazy personal story, I'll tell y'all, but I had a hard time making friends. You know, I had a hard time. I guess talking with people because I thought a lot about what I was going to say and then it never came out right. And uh, it was kind of embarrassing. And so I think I've told this before, but I actually talked to one of my mentors uh, in high school about it. And uh, he was, uh, um, he was, he was like our city's young life leader. I think he still is doing it actually, which is pretty crazy. Um, And so he actually spoke to me about hey like this is how you you know i guess make friends and so i was like you know like you're you're a young life leader you're you know i guess in in my eyes you were old you know which he <laughs> probably wasn't really that old at the time um and so in my mind i'm like how do you talk to all these people you know like how are you friends with all these people you know everybody loves you everybody thinks highly because of you because he was an adult at the time. That's true. I guess they all thought, oh, he made it. I'm going to go talk to him. Yeah. You know what I mean? He's cool. And so at the time, I struggled with making friends big time. And so one of the, the best pieces of advice that I've received over the many, over the years I've lived is um, that if you want to try, try to talk to someone, you ask them about themselves and you don't necessarily talk about you until you're asked. And so... Um, people love to talk about themselves and it's just the way we live, the way we are, where we just like that. And so if you ever want to strike up a conversation with, you know, someone you're, you're nervous to talk to, or, you know, someone like, I don't know, like a celebrity or something like, you know, that, that little key, that advice will go across all ways of forms of human interactions and like how we do things it's like hey like just a basic form of communication yeah so if you ever come across somebody and you're scared to talk to them just ask them about their day ask them about what they're doing in their life right now and then that right there will you can talk to anybody but at the same time how like okay i i will kind of debate you a little bit so at the same time i love that advice but how are you going to do that to make friends? So you can't always ask them about them. You need to start sharing about yourself too. Yeah. Well, so there's there's, there's a, a two way. there's a two way deal. Yeah, and you've got to talk feel, to anybody that way. Yeah, and you've got to feel out the conversation. You know what I mean? Like if you find a common ground or a common common topic, yeah. then y'all can talk about it. Yeah. So that's kind of how where your friendship dwells is commonalities or opposite. Yeah. Opposite oppositalities. I don't think that's a word. I don't think that's the word. Commonalities, opposite oppositalities. No, I think differences. Differences. Why don't you use the word differences instead of opposite? You know, your your commons and your differences can make make friends. You yeah. know, too, and so 
you know, uh, and, and it almost really, it all involves you. Yeah. And so you're... It's, and it's your choice to And do it's your so. choice. Yeah. yeah. Um, the other thing that I, you know, thought of was, you know, but we can be stuck and be complacent with the same people that you hold your friend for years. But now you're kind of seeing them in a whole different light. Maybe you're listening and you're kind of like, well, I can think of a few friends that I'm still friends with that are not really good influences in my life anymore. Or they don't really have any goals in their life or they're kind of just drifting. And, you know, you can be stuck in a routine with them or, you know, just always partying every weekend like y'all used to do in high school. And it's just stuff, stuff like that. Not to say partying bad, but... As an adult, you have to grow out of something. And if that's something that's holding you back, then that's an area that you have to work on with maybe, um, not to say that you can't be friends with them anymore, but you don't have to be best friends with them, if that makes sense. You don't need to be best friends with people that are holding you back. They're not really good influences. Like, they make you make more bad choices than you would like to admit. Um, so that's another thing to bring up is, you know, maybe that's why you're struggling on making new friends as an adult because you're stuck and it can be really scary to push yourself and to get out of your comfort zone of the same type of people that you were with for your whole life. Um, but like David said, you just go out and talk to people and get to know them. But in return, you can share about your life and you can find a common ground with them. And But, you know, sometimes that means that we will have to do the inviting the invitation and that can be scary especially for me I'm such an introvert and I I my energy gets really drained when I'm around a lot of people and my what's the word with the phrase you get more energy from being alone yeah I don't know what the phrase is as an introvert but for me to be alone like that is like my heaven <laughs> I, I, oh, I know, um, you recharge. You, oh, yeah. You recharge yeah. by being alone. And some extroverts, they recharge by being with other people. They get more energy out of being with other people. And for me, that's the opposite. And I feel like me and David kind of butted heads a lot in our first, like, year, year and a half of our marriage because I was always like, well, I don't want people over. Or, oh, well, I need some time to, like, think about this and to prepare the house and, like, you know, I think David's much more of an extrovert than I am. And so he was always like, well, I want to hang out with this person. Oh, why can't they just come over? It's like, I know it's last minute, but they can just come over. I'm like, well, I'm not ready yet. You know, everybody has a lot on that <laughs> in the first year and a half. But, um, you know, and I kept using that as an excuse. But that's not an excuse for me to make anymore. And that is something we're going to bring up in our next episode. It's going to be a fiery one. So be sure to listen to our finale episode in a few weeks. Um, but I can't be using that, you know, oh, I'm an introvert. I can just use anymore or all of that so that I don't want people to be friends with me or I don't want to choose to get out of my own way. But I can choose to not allow my introvertness to be an excuse to not try to make friends or to be a light to people and all the women in my community. So that's kind of like my little testimony of like, I struggled with having friends for years just since I was just so introverted. But, you know, David has really helped me to push myself out of my comfort zone and just join some, you know, some of the light groups at, at the church. And I met up with some ladies and that was such a fun time. And 
I don't know why I held myself back for so long, but it's worth it. It's so worth um, getting out of your comfort zone and maybe it's awkward <laughs> in the beginning, but it's so worth it. So, so um, the other thing that we want to talk about is really is like where you go, you know, where you, where you choose to go, where you decide to go, you're probably going to make friends there. So, you know, if you're at the golf course, you know, on all the time, well, you're going to make some friends at the golf course, you know, or if you're at a bar all the time, that's where your friends will be. And so, you know, making friends is a choice and you have a choice on where you spend your time, where you hang out, where you want to hang out, where you don't want to hang out. And so, you know, most likely you're going to find people in that sphere of, you know, where, where you are, you're going to find people that who want to do the same thing as you do, you know? And so, um, you know, but I can say that, you know, there are people out there that maybe are in good places in life, you know, uh, right now. And, and it's their choice to go and to be a part of things that aren't, you know, helpful for them. And so, you know, and honestly, there are going to be people there that are going to be waiting to make, to, to, to be friends you know, with you and, um, to just guide you in the same direction is that, that you want to be there, you know, if you know what I'm trying to say. And so it's really difficult because like, you know, as Christians and as, you know, Jesus followers, like, do we find all of our friends at church or do we find some friends at church and some friends in the world? Like, in like worldly things or can we do both or can we do one or the other you know and so that kind of that that's where it it's makes it a little difficult you know i think but um you know i think it's good to have a balance yeah. you know i think it's good to have some friends at church and some friends in in the world like maybe your coworkers and your job or in your work or maybe um if you own your own business, maybe somebody who's in business the same in the yeah, same have, subject like, you can, as you. You can have like business friends that y'all you talked about business. You can have your sewing or knitting friend that you you know get together. You knit all the sweaters and, and yeah, all underwater of that. basket weaving. Oh, I have never heard of that. I didn't even know that was a thing. Yeah, it's a what thing. It's a very that? old thing. You said that to me like last year, I and I was like, are you joking with me? You're like, no, that's a thing. <laughs> no, that's I a thing. I had never heard of it in my life. Anyway, it's Kinda called funny. water. What's it called? Underwater basket weaving. Never heard of that uh-huh. in my life before I met David. Anyway, I, f- I found out a lot of things whenever I met David. <laughs> I've never done it, but I know a lot of <laughs> um, people like to do it. The other <laughs> thing I wanted to bring up to real quickly before we move on to building community is that sometimes we it's really hard you know david just brought up you know being a christian and being a christ follower like do we have to be friends with everyone that we're friends with and it's like sometimes you grow out of a friendship because maybe they're only meant to be friends with you for a season in your life so i've had I had a few friends that um, I had a few years back, a while back, and, you know, they were, we were best friends, and, like, we did everything together. We slept over at the, each other's houses, and we really just poured our hearts to each other. We studied the Bible and, you know, just crazy stuff like that, and then they started to fade away, and for the longest time, I thought it was my fault, and I kept 
you know, trying to push the friendship by texting them and, like, you know, reaching out to them, but they wouldn't really want to respond, and, like, it, it was really heartbreaking, but then eventually I finally realized, you know, maybe they were meant to be my friend. Maybe God brought them into my life for a season, not forever. And so that's something that I had to learn, and I just wanted to bring that up because I know it can be really hard to figure out, well, what people can be considered my best friend, and then what people can I consider to be my friend for a season, especially if you're now realizing a few people that you can think of right now of, you know, oh, I haven't talked to this person in, like, two years, and we used to hang out all the time, or, oh, this person's in a different stage of life, and she hasn't really talked to me, or he hasn't really talked to me, and it happened, and it doesn't mean that there has to be bad blood, or, you know, ugly, like, ways of, you know, ending a friendship. I feel like friend- friendship breakdowns are, like, horrible, <laughs> but sometimes friendships can just fade away, and that's okay, and you don't have to force something to make it work and make it happen especially if it's like hurting you and you know making like horrible like mindset in your own mind for your mental health and so I feel like I had to bring that up just because you know it can be hard to say oh you know how to make friends as an adult but then how do you realize instead how do you realize to know like okay I don't think we're friends anymore and setting boundaries and like all that stuff. I feel like that's a whole nother episode that we can talk about probably next year, <laughs> 30 October. Um, but, you know, that's something to bring up and kind of just think about, maybe pray about on your own. And uh, maybe there's a few people in your life that you can think of and maybe you've been forcing it or they've been forcing it, but you, they haven't gotten the hint. <laughs> um, and it's hard because I feel like you know, as a Christian, people were like, well, you're supposed to love everyone. Well, you can love people from a distance, too. So, um, wow, do you have any thoughts good. on what I said? No, I think that, you know, I can say that I've had seasonal friends. So you did have some thoughts. A lot of them, <clears throat> you know, in the past. And so, uh, you know, I feel like you just got to make friends where you are. You know, it's just that's as simple as that. And, um, you know, whatever walk of life you're in. You know, try to make some friends with the people um, that you're around and yeah. whether they're older or younger, you know, whether they're in the same walk of life, whether they're five walks of life ahead of you or five walks of life behind you. I think it's good to make friends with, you know, every um, every kind of stage of life stage you're, of in. Life you're yeah, in. Like instead from of, elementary to high school, college, yeah. working and, you know... Yeah, Instead I, of, I you know, that. focusing on just one category of friends, you know, I think that's real important to have all types of friends. So anyways, you know, uh, I think this has been good talking about friendships and like how to make friends, how to be intentional with friends and all this other stuff. So um, we hope that you've enjoyed that little first half of this podcast episode. Yeah. Um, one quick thing, so we really, um, truly uh, love doing this, and um, we just want to talk a little bit about Patreon uh, while we're here, and um, so Patreon is a way to um, support us and our mission, um, and uh, just to be able to connect with us on a deeper level, and so um, we we really love all the Patreons that are out there that have been supporting us over the past um, year or so since we started it 
But if you would like to support us or give a one-time donation or um, a monthly donation, uh, we are um, accepting any and all of those. (laughs) And uh, to be able to do that, uh, you have to go to patreon.com slash the simple mission. So we just want to thank all of you um, for listening and for joining in on the community. Yeah. So, so the next little section is going to be building community. Yes, yeah, we're going to get into that now. Um, well, this session is kind of hard to navigate because there's all types, literally, like there's all types of ways that you can either join a community or to start one or to build one. Um, but it really can be customized to your own passion and your own you know, desires and dreams, and it's all, each community has a purpose, you know, there's a reason behind every community, um, and when you're part of one, you feel like you belong, and that you feel like you have dignity, and you have purpose, um, even if it's virtual, I will bring that up, you know, COVID, and, you know, we have to be careful in some areas, and different ages, um, you can still meet up with people virtually through Zoom, um, David, do you want to read Hebrews 10, 24 to 25? Sure. And let us consider how to stir up one another to love and good works, not neglecting to meet together, as is the habit of some, but encourage one another, and all the more as you see the day drawing near. Hebrews 10, 24 through 25. Yeah, so these two verses is just a good basis of having a community and building one like it says to stir up one another to love and to do good works and don't neglect to meet together and to encourage one another like those are it's like what four things i just said that is just it's just so beautiful and to see like you know let's let's encourage one another let's stir up one another to love and to help each other do good work for the kingdom and don't neglect to meet together. So make sure you meet together maybe every week, every month, or something like that, you know? Um, and so, <clears throat> like David said earlier, you know, you can have groups of people around you that you can network with. And it doesn't have to be just in church, you know, just being friends with people in your work um, and just around yourself with people with all different walks of life. You know, in your workplace, maybe, for example, you can call up people that you know, you can get together and talk about your struggles and successes, and you can build each other up and encourage one another. Yeah, and so, you know, I think this whole building community, being part of community, is a little different than, you know, um, making friends and friendships and stuff like that. I feel like you can, you know, while you're building community, you can make friends within your community. It's you know, like, it's like it, I feel it's like community is like, yeah, broad Very and broad, wide. wide yeah. But like making friendship and creating uh, and building relationship is very, narrow. not narrow, but kind oh. of like, like specific directed, and directed. direct. Yeah. yeah, there you go. More vulnerable. Yeah, I'd say. However, it's good to have both. You know, it's good to have, you know, good intentional friends and good intentional community. You know, and so, um, you know, so one thing's like, for example, with this is like in your workplace, you know, you can, you know, uh, call up a coworker that you haven't talked to or swing by somebody's desk. If you work in an office building that you haven't talked to in a while and just try to, you know, just just to try to get to get to know some more people, you know, or, you know, if you're um, starting an event or you're going to an event, 
Um, you know, you can always invite them to the event, you know, that you're going to. and Or invite them to church. Yeah, or invite them to church too as well, you know. Or if you have a life group in your church, you know, invite invite your coworkers to your life group as well too, you know, so they can join in on that, you know. And um, building community uh, really begins and ends with you, just like friendships. It's almost like on the same thing. Like I said, it's just it's just different. It's just a little bit different, <laughs> and so, but it's really similar. But it is the truth. So if you want to be a part of community, if you want to start community, if you want to invest in the community you've got to it's all starting with you you know and one way we can build community in our own lives is to turn outward and listen and talk to people that are in your own life you know instead of being um you know inwardly focused on what i can get from it or or what i can do or you know um what i owe or, or you know what my skill levels are you know listen and Figure out what other people's skill sets are or figure out what they're passionate about or figure out what they like to talk about and what they like and what their dreams are. That's how you start. And that's that's where it all begins. Yeah. And, you know, we all, of course, have different passions and purposes, but that doesn't mean that we can come together or that we can't come together. Yeah. That doesn't mean that we can't come together to to develop that as a group and to be able to make something beautiful happen out of it. And so, you know. Um, and also too, you know, it's real important to, to have community surrounding you so that, you know, they can really challenge you and make you better than before you were without the community. Yeah. Um, one thing is that why do we even want to be a part of a community? It's because we do not want to be alone. We want to be able to know that oh that person is also going through that or that person also has the same you know you know passion and desire as me I'm not alone in thinking this way um and we like to share our feeling yes we share feelings here uh we like to share our feelings with others and you know to seek out to seek out connection you know just be connected with with people in Galatians 2 says to bear one another's burden and fulfill the law of Christ and so that's kind of a, the purpose of building community. It's like we can bear one another, you know, burden and, you know, the trials that we're going through and we can lift each other up. And just like David said, you know, we can challenge one another. And sometimes challenging a person in community means to, you know, lovingly, you know, speak the truth um in love and that means to call out whatever is going on in their life that's not right only if they have the right to say so like you have to have a connection with someone before you do that and you can't grow you can't do that unless you already have that connection with someone if you're not connected with anybody then you're never gonna grow right right so that's kind of the whole like basis of like having a community it's not like oh let's all be friends and no 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 like we're here to challenge and to help you grow too and as well as encouraging and loving one another so there's gotta be a balance of that can't be like all fluff and no like meat you know yeah i think a lot of times people can can be discouraged when it comes to you know i guess you know having hope or having you know courage to be a part of a community um 
you know, for community leaders, for community members, if you're already a part of one, hey, like share hope to those that who want to be a part of what you're doing, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And that's where it all really begins is like, hey, like share hope, share the mm-hmm. hope, share the love. And also to, you know, share like what's going on within within your community to 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 help bring more awareness to what's going on so people can see, you know, the progress. People like to be a part part of projects. People like to be a part of the process. We all do. I mean, that's just a part of life. And, you know, if they if they are standing back and watching from the sidelines, some people may like that, but others may like to be a part of it, you know. And so ultimately, we all want to be a part of it. You know, we all want to be a part of um, community and to be a part of, you know, getting together and, and discussing life and living life with another person, you know, besides yourself. And so, you know, but we first have to have hope that that like we can do it, you know, and that we can do it with the Lord's help and that and that the Lord will will guide you to the right community for your life, for your season in life right now, you know, and so. Um, then you can begin to, you know, to really, once you find that community, once you build it, then you can start sharing, you know, the story of Jesus and how he walked on this earth, building community everywhere he went. And how he saved us. And how he saved us too. And so, you know, Jesus's whole ministry was giving hope and building community. And that was, that was what he was all about. You know what I mean? And that's how people flocked to him and that's how people wanted to hear him and listen to him because he gave people hope and he he people listened to him you know and you know everywhere he went he was um the bee's knees you know what i mean he was he was a cool kid on the block because <laughs> you know he had the wisdom he had the hope and people yeah. longed for that and then that's when the churches started branching off uh, once jesus died and um you mm-hmm. know um, he directed his disciples to go out unto all the world, you know, preaching the gospel. That's right there is building community. Yeah. Um, and the other thing, you know, as you brought up, like, you know, just going out into the world and bringing hope to people. And then sometimes some of those people, you know, let us down or they betray us in the community. And, you know, the enemy can really use that to really isolate you because he knows that we are all more stronger together than apart. And so if he can really make you isolated and feel alone and, you know, away from everybody, that you're going to be alone in your thoughts, alone in your mindset, alone in your action or whatever is going on in your life. And you have no encouragement. You have no, you have no one to help you, like, uplift you from the hole that you're in. And so that's something to bring up because... You know, like like David said about Jesus, you know, he had his own community. He had his 12 disciples, but one of the, the disciples, Judas, betrayed him. But that didn't stop Jesus from, like, loving him or no, no. loving the yeah. rest of them and mm-hmm. following in his own calling you know, just because he betrayed him. And so I feel like that's such a good example of, you know, even for a part of community or a part a friendship group or whatever and something happened to where they betray you or they talk behind your back or all of that stuff you know the enemy is going to use that to isolate you and they are not the enemy the flesh and blood is not your enemy and just remember that it's in uh um, ephesians 6 where you know the flesh and blood is not the enemy but it's really 
the enemy and his forces and all of that stuff. But we already know that Dodd already won the victory. But yes. um, it's just so important to be a part of the community. And, you know, just pray and ask God for guidance if that had happened to you. If you were a part of one and, you know, something bad had happened, you know, just ask God for his own guidance and his strength to follow through if you ever find another opportunity to go back to that community or to, you know, start a new one. Um, so that's something to remember as we go forward in this. Yeah. So I guess how can we be a part of a community or build one? And what does that look like? You know, um, sometimes you have to be the one to start the community yep. where you're at. No one else is going to do it. So one thing that, that, that Leanna and I are doing, we started a community cleanup day, um, you know, I guess, and not at our church, but yeah, at our church, but for the community that our church is involved <laughs> not in. <such> a church. <laughs> and so that's what we started, yeah. you know, and we had our first one and it was a lot of fun. And, um, you know, uh, we helped out um, handicapped elderly couple just simply mow their grass and rake up leaves and and it was the most beautiful thing to just just to see their faces and to be able to help someone and and to be able to give them you know um a helping hand with that but we had to start it you know uh we had to start that within our church and uh, hopefully we're we're looking forward to having that on a monthly thing right now we're doing it weekly because our life groups are like six weeks yeah yeah, our life groups are like six weeks long, and so, but we're looking forward to doing it monthly, and and you know, so if you've got you know um, two hands and uh, two feet, or even if you don't, you know, there's always something to do around the community, um, and to be able to start, you know, something like that will help better your community, and also, um, you know, give back to others as well as um, share the gospel, um, which is something that we're doing, but we had to start it, so there wasn't like. Uh, class where we could just join and do it but i'm pretty sure there are many classes there yeah but if there's not one you know go ahead and start it you know and um you you can get get connected uh with people that have the resources so the so that you can be able to do it you know um and the other places where you could start your own community or to build one you know it can be at church you know we definitely recommend for church um, because there are other like-minded believers that are there to encourage you on your walk and your relationship with God. You know, many many churches do have small groups where you can join a ladies' group or a men's group or a co-ed or activity-based or for married couples. There's, like, all kinds of groups. Like, my grandma um, actually told us um, the other day that she's starting a life group for uh, widowed women. So, my grandma... You know, my grandpa passed away about four years ago now, and I think it's going to be four years ago this year, or five. Um, and she says she has a, you know, desire to have a community of other ladies that also lost their husband. And um, and she thought that was so beautiful to hear. I almost started crying. I was just like thinking like all the women are going to be so encouraged by my grandma because whenever my grandpa first passed away, like she reached out to, oh no, I'm sorry. Other ladies that also lost their husband reached out to my grandma and really poured into her and encouraged her. So I thought that was really beautiful. You can do anything, you know, to start a community. Or if you have a passion or the desire of something that you went through, you know, like my grandma went through, like you can totally start something like that. You just talk to your church leaders or if there is already something like that, just join it. Um, So I feel like that's really... It's just this beautiful testimony of what God can do in your life if you're just faithful to just do it. Um, 
anyway, the other important thing, you know, about your group is that you meet new people that can help and pray for you in your own life. You know, if you're struggling with child or with the sin in your life, they can encourage and pray for you. It says in James 5.15, it says, Therefore, confess your sin to one another and pray for one another that you may be healed. The prayer of a righteous person has great power as it is working. So this is crucial to have, really, you know, if you're not part of a church and, you know, you're you're trying to start something outside of it. You know, this is crucial to be able to have, um, you know, kind of as your foundation, you know, um, and just to know that, like, there are people that are going to be, you know, within your community who are going to have struggles and they're going to go through trials, but you know, as a leader or as, um, as someone as attending, a yeah. as a member, yeah, there you, go. you know, you can learn from that and you can hope and pray with them and, you know, be there with them as they're struggling or as they're going through something in their life. Yeah. You know, but I love that. I love that verse. Um, and then, it's very powerful. And then if you haven't been going to church or you want to go back to church or you've never been to church before, or you don't know where to start, uh, we do have these two episodes from our church hunters series on the podcast it's episode 39 uh episode 39 is about looking for a church like you know how to look for a church and then episode 41 was like you know you know knowing that there is no church out there that is perfect and here's why (laughs) and you know what to look for in a church and what not to look for what doesn't matter um so those are the episodes that we talked about our journey of church hunting and um, looking for a church and what church to look for is episode 39 and episode 41 on our podcast wow that's awesome so do you have um anything else that you want to add to this or what do you think we can talk about next well, we have a few more to say, don't we? Yeah, we do. Okay, so well, let's keep talking. Yeah, so let's this keep is, talking. This is another way of, I guess, building community or joining community. I really don't know if it's building, but maybe joining community. So we've heard quite a few times from many different people that, oh, like, you know, um, I really would love to live in a community setting like a like an RV park or a townhome community or, you know, a very active neighborhood that has, you know, maybe the same age group or, or, yeah. So that's one way of actually, you know, joining a community is by actually physically moving to one (laughs) to be a part of it. You know, there's a lot of people that, that look for those neighborhoods, that look for that area that, because they want to be a part of it, you know, and, um, you know, and, you know, maybe like a more active neighborhood, you know, some somebody that's going to have, you know, monthly meetings or monthly activities or weekly activities. You know, maybe you have like little kids and, you know, your your maybe your community doesn't have a playground or your neighborhood. Maybe you want to move to a, a neighborhood that has a playground or, you know, vice versa. I mean, you can go, you know, either way with this. Yeah. And, um, and even then, like if you can't really find that or you can't move like. Like, you really can't move. Like, you just have to get outside of yourself. Get creative. Go for it. Um, even if it's not something that you pictured it in your mind or you expected. Maybe, like, you saw movies of people getting together on picnic tables. They have all the food and, you know, they're all, they're all happy and smiling. But it may not be the way you pictured it. So don't let that hold you back from actually attending or to try something different or to start one. 
Um, even if it's like really hard for you to be vulnerable and open to other people, you know, it takes a lot of sacrifice of your time to physically go out and like spend time with other people instead of maybe you could have had that extra time to maybe prep for, I don't know, for dinner or to do grocery shopping or do all your errands. Like that took a lot of time, um, and sacrifice, but just remember that it's going to be time worth spent. On, yes. on you know community yeah it is and you know um like like leanna said it may not be as you pictured it or as you expected it but you know you can you can make the best from your situation you know and um you know it doesn't have to be so drastic like joining a bowling league or joining <laughs> a uh, a golf club or something but it could be as simple as maybe you know calling up a, a few friends and getting them on uh, on like the the whole group call thing and just chatting or, um, you know, zooming somebody with more than one person. Like, that's cool. Like that's, that's community right there. You know, just seeing how people are doing, you know, maybe inviting a few people to coffee or, you know, to lunch. And then it starts to become a thing. And when people hear about it and then more people want to join and come and <laughs> yeah, it, can be so it kind of snowballs from there. And so, you know, um, during 2020, you know, I will say we had a really hard time with the community I think everybody did because there wasn't much going on. Everything got canceled, so it's like once we got out of the the the, the, the quarantine, um, when when our state opened up, everything backed up. Everyone was like, "Yeah, let's let's do it together. Let's all like hang out. I miss you so much." I know you everybody know? was like hugging each other, you know, and stuff. And it was and it was really pretty. And then it really gave us an insight on what it looks like without community, and it's really sad. Yeah. And I really and hope we don't ever go back to that again. It, it made us appreciate it a lot more. Yeah. You know, I feel like we almost took it for granted of uh, the community and the people that we have in our life before COVID happened. And then once we got back together, it's like we are cherishing it a lot more. We're not taking it for granted. We're happy about it. Yeah. And the other thing, too, you know, is, um, you know, pray to the Lord and ask for guidance and direction when it comes to community, you know. Talk about your ideas and passions with friends and family and loved ones and, you know, get a plan of action to kind of build it or to start it or to be a part of it, you yeah. know, um, you know, and, and, and do your part. Um, and though, you know, even though, you know, you, you may, you may join an existing community, you know, um, you still have to build trust and, and you still have to build relationships within that community, you know, so bring the Lord into it. Ask the Lord, like what to do for guidance or just to be more open, to be more brave, to go for it, to have hope. You know, I think that's where it all starts. And, you know, he will, he will grant that request. Yeah. And the other thing that I wanted to end it with is that, you know, like we said in the beginning of making friends, you know, you know, if you're building that community, make sure you're still inclusive that you don't become exclusive. Oh, yeah, that's, that's good. And that can be really hard because you can be so close with some of the people you have in your community. And then, you know, a new person comes in or a new person goes to church. You know, you have to make sure, you know, that they feel welcome and that you invite them to like the next potluck or whatever. Oh, make sure, you know, just join us um, on, you know, next tuesday that we have our monthly uh potluck and we all get together and hang out you know we would love to get to know you a lot more instead of excluding them and you know they'll never come back to church if they're not going to feel welcome 
Um, you know, sometimes there are some churches out there that are clicky just like high school, and they'll never get out of that mindset. And I know for sure our church does not do that. They always, you know, welcome a lot of people that do come in, and we have to get outside of ourselves to talk to all types of people so that we don't get stuck in our own bubble with the same type of people that we love and hang out with weekly or every other week. Um, so, you know, it's just, you know, you also have to find the balance of building your community and maintaining your friendship and family relationship and your marriage. <laughs> that's like the <laughs> that's wonder- a lot. Yeah, that's like the, the wonderful dance of life of trying to balance it all. And, um, but make sure you don't neglect any of your friendship or family and your marriage just for the sake of having community. But remember, you can't do it all. You can't do everything all well. Then you're not going to have anything well, if that makes sense. Um, but you can't do it all, and that's okay. Just do what you can. You know, if you have to meet up only once a month, that's fine. That's all you can do because you have, you know, five kids at home, and you have a husband that you want to go on a date once a week. You know, you have to kind of, you know, you know, come up with a plan with them and be like, I really need my you know, girls time over here, I'm going to meet up with them next Tuesday, you know, all the kids are going to be taken care of at, you know, the grandparents' house, you know, you kind of have to, you know, like, kind of plan for it and be intentional about it, but you can't be, like, you know, running around with your head cut off because you're trying to be there for everybody, and, you know, that's, that's what I thought of. Do you have any thoughts on that? Yeah, I guess just find balance, you know, like, Kind of like Colleen, I was saying, is that you have to really find balance. Like, if community looks like once a week or once every two weeks or once a month, you know, or if it looks more like like more than that, you know what I mean. But you know, you can't leave, you know, your close loved ones starving because you want more community. You know what I mean. Or you can always bring them along with you. You know, and yeah. so that's cool too. But you know, um, be sure to have balance when it comes to this. I know we talked a lot about this, <laughs> and <Yeah>. so everybody's <laughs> so like, let's just say about so, it. So you know, but we want to challenge you guys to if you're not a part of a community, get involved in one. If you want to start one, you're always, you've always wanted to start one, then start it today. You know, um, get connected with the right people, pray. You know, bring the Lord into this and go for it. Yeah. And um, you won't regret it. And so. And you can always make friends where you're at. You can do it. Yeah. You can do it. We have hope in you. Yeah. So. We believe in y'all. So yes. that's why we're sharing this because we're bringing hope to y'all. We're not just here to talk about ourselves. We're here to bring you some insights and some advice and maybe for you to get closer to the Lord and praying about all of this. And maybe he'll kind of open your eyes to what you're called to do right now. So. Yeah, well, that's good. I think we'll end it right here, right? Yes. Thank you so much, y'all. We'll see y'all later. Bye. Bye.